Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. One, one, nine. That is the episode in year number two here on the Cool Button Hockey Podcast. We can go in so many different directions. Maybe we were bullies. We bullied some GMs into making moves, most of which I think we like. I think it's a buyer's market. Still waiting on a couple GMs to do some special things. And we've got so many trades that have happened from Bull Horvat, kind of. That's the, you know, that's year one AD Horvat on the 30th of January, all the way to what we saw when the month of February ended. Is there one trade that you've liked more than any other? Timo Meyer, is that over the top as we sit here on this very moment and wait for Patty Kane to move? Well, you know, you know let's look at the Timo Meyer trade. So to me, Timo Meyer going to the New Jersey Devils, young, power, skilled forward. Like, I mean, doesn't that, that, that not fit beautifully for the uh, New Jersey Devils? I mean, Timo time and, and, and the Devils have been a really good team. And uh, Jack Hughes has emerged as, as a superstar in this league. And Nico Hischer is such a good, strong two-way centerman. So when you look at the team in, in New Jersey, I see a really good team that just got a lot better with Timo Meyer. The reason I bring up that trade, too, because, you know, players get traded, right? Like, our picks get traded. A lot of picks get traded. Shakir Mukamadoulin's a top three defenseman. He's he. I think he could play in the NHL right now. I think he could end up potentially being a top pair defenseman. Six foot four. He's got skill. He's got the, uh, an ability to play lots of minutes and to impact the game with the puck, without the puck, defensively, offensively. I, I think the San Jose Sharks did really, really, really well in getting a defenseman like that. I I, I would say a, a unique defenseman. There's not a lot of defensemen like Shakir Mukamadoulin in the NHL. So, you know, I see the draft picks moving. I, I think Mike Greer did, did did an excellent job in getting Shakir Mukamadoulin as part of the team of Meyer. Yeah, he got a first-round draft pick. Yeah, he got a couple of, uh, of players that can come into his lineup, Zetterlin and everything. But Mukamadoulin's the prize. And I think that that was really significant. But you think about... Jack Hughes and where Timo Meyer will play. I know where I'd have Timo Meyer playing. I'd have him playing right with Jack Hughes. <laughs> That's where I'd have him. And like you think about an upgrade for Jack Hughes is already having a superstar season. I think Timo Meyer, just a great fit. I think most people don't know uh, who Shakir Mekamadoulin is or can't pronounce his name. Um, one of the highest prospects in the Devils organization. And the truth is, I guess he and maybe Zachary Dean are the only Two players of all these trades, if you want to count Bovillier, Atu, Ratu, more of 
the GMs that have been buying have done a good job of not losing anyone off the roster or sending a Peter Forsberg back, Craig. Right, Craig? I've been waiting to talk to you about who's been available, and we're going to get to, you know, the Leafs kind of doing what they had to do. I I checked the probability of the Tampa-Toronto series. Well, Tampa's probability of winning the Atlantic is point one. Toronto's is point four. Add them up, that's point five. So there's a 99.5% probability that Toronto and Tampa are playing in the first round. Toronto got better, Tampa got better. But on the big picture, the GMs, they've given up some first-round picks, some other picks. But at the end of the day, Craig, they didn't take their third-best defenseman or fourth-best forward and send them the other way, too. So has that surprised are you, are you? Are you happy with the, the letter-grade score you're going to give the GMs and what they've done, starting with Bo Horvat trade all the way to where we are right now? Yeah, well, I mean, you look at the Bohorvat trade, and, and I think let's look at it at all and, and, and encompass the whole thing. One of the big things, that, and, you know, Julian Breezeball talked about the trade that he made for Tanner Janot, and he said, yeah, did, did I give up a little bit more than I wanted to? Yeah, I mean, but 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 he also knows what he's trying to do. So, you know, you balance those things out. But but, but here, here here's reality, Steve, and, and this is why I, I, I think that, you know, Doug getting, uh, Doug Armstrong getting Zach Dean and, Mike Greer getting Shakir Mukamadulin. They're known players. They're 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 like I just told you about Mukamadulin. I I think Zach Dean can be a Michael Backlund type. Those are those are the, the, those are good players, and, and they're closer to playing. They're closer to playing. The draft, Steve, is, is such that I I hear the term draft capital, draft capital, draft capital. The draft is such that out of any draft, approximately forty to forty-two players out of any draft will play at least 350 games. That's it. That's it. 40 to 42. That's that's approximately the number. 350 games. Now remember, three some guys will play 800 to 1000. 350 games, that's the minimum. And and a lot of those 350 games are not going to be noteworthy. And they're going to have players that play 600 games that didn't realize their potential or what the potential was expected for them. So think about that for a second, Steve. Why don't I just take simple math and use 40? That's 1.25 players per draft that you're counting on getting 350 games of. Now, it's different in the top five. It's different in the top 10. We know that. That's why these picks get lottery protected. But all in all, you start trading. And I'm not here to diminish the importance of the draft or the importance of getting draft picks. I'm just saying that have managers realized that like maybe we've been putting too much stock in the draft picks especially further down. It's not as if you're making a trade and say, guys, I have three picks for the upcoming draft. Ooh, well, you're supposed to have seven. No, but my picks are two, five, and nine in the first round. I'll take those three spots and forget about the accumulative uh, quantity over quality of all the other picks. Now, if you've got that third round pick, would you rather have it than not have it? I get it. But what you're saying is, Tanner Janot is a known quantity. Jake McCabe is a known quantity. What am I missing? One more forward if I'm Tampa. What am I missing if I'm Toronto? Jake Muzzin. And guess what? He's not coming back. So I need someone else. Or why bother? Why bother going to what we call NHL war without Ryan O'Reilly, Nola Chari, Sam Lafferty, and then more importantly, Jake McCabe. At that point, why bother? Why not just say, you know what, we'll take players and prospects and we'll give you some of our guys because we're not going to win anyway. 
And even with all this, guess what? The Rangers are devils. Someone's losing. Toronto and Tampa, someone's still losing. But I'd rather go and fight the fight and be shot like a lion than a lamb and go and do these things. Because, Craig, I think on this day as we head into March, using Tampa and Toronto as the example, the Lightning are better with Tanner Janot than with Foot in the picks. Toronto's better with the four players that they've added. And I think in those cases, good for the GMs. We always thought that Julian Breeze was going to do something. Um, and he did. And I know you like Tanner Janot. He's not having a great year this year. Guess what? I think he's going to be a lot better on that team, on that lineup, heading into the playoffs. And in the Leaf case, too, they're already not marginally better. Like Ryan O'Reilly's got a pep to his step. Ryan O'Reilly is already kind of has his mind in playoff hockey mode, in my opinion. Well, I heard a lot that Ryan O'Reilly, why would they, you know, what Ryan O'Reilly are they getting? Like, you know, Tanner Janot, do you know what he, you know what he isn't having? He's not having a good offensive season. He's having a good season in a lot of other critical areas for playoff success. And, you know, and so why are the Tampa Bay Lightning getting them? They're not getting Tanner Janot for his offense. They're getting Tanner Janot for the heavy lifting, the grind, as you point out in the playoffs. And, you know, I heard, oh, Ryan O'Reilly, oh, geez, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot to give up for Ryan O'Reilly. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's not a lot to give up for Ryan O'Reilly. And I think that the proof is in the pudding. It's not just opinion. It, the proof is in the pudding. Tampa Bay Lightning know exactly what they're trying to do. Hey, listen, Steve, when they traded a first-round draft pick for Barkley Goudreau, what? What? Barkley Goudreau? When they traded Nolan Foote and a first-round draft pick for Blake Cole, what? What are these guys doing? Two Stanley Cups. Two Stanley Cups. Two Stanley Cups. And I'll let everybody else go and look at what uh, those first-round picks became or what they are at presently, right? You're given a choice. Listen, Julian Breezeball knows the value of first-round draft picks, second-round draft picks, but draft capital? Yep, I know this. And and Julian Breezeball's best move, Steve, his best move might be trading all the picks this year's draft because now Tampa Bay can just go to Nashville and enjoy Tootsie's. Enjoy Broadway. Go and have some fun during the draft. They don't have to worry about having their list in order. They only have to worry once it gets to the sixth round. It'd be funny if they do win the cup because then you're the furthest table away and oh, from the draft floor. You know, over your history, the fans might not know. The closer you are to the front is not as good unless somehow you manage to pull off a Sam Pollock trade. Oh, man, I don't know how good he's going to, you know. We've come a long way since those days. You're at the back, the table's empty, and the sign is at Tootsie, see you Saturday. Because <laughs> you're not making a Friday night trade, and you don't want to watch Connor Bedard go to wherever he's going to go. Which, which, and it's, and nobody made a move to give up, you know, the third overall pick in the Lindros tra- draft. Yeah. Like it's not, as, it's not as if you're going, well, you know, we're not going to get Eric anyway. Well, you could. Oh, but then who went third? Oh franchise changing defenseman who had that pick who made that pick two years later what would that franchise changing defenseman been like as a 20 year old on a pretty good veteran team could have been the difference maker you know with all and i'm not going to go through people who know what i'm talking about know what i'm talking about that's not what the lightning did that's not what these teams have done and everyone protected their assets right with top two protected and just so i got that right on timo meyer so if there's a run then san jose gets Another first round pick if they go to the yep. Eastern Conference. So that's why you say bravo to Mike Greer. And the the devil is literally in the details. Like to be able to, there's a lot of trouble in 
San Jose. They got to get out from under. Like this is heavy. This is a construction site. You know what I mean? So that's where you look at this and go, okay. So you save all the moves of the rebuilding team, Chicago. We know who they are. Um, you think what Mike Greer did, it would be pretty hard to do much better than that, Craig. Yeah, I, I think he did really well. And, you know, I'm doing the game on Tuesday night in San Jose with the Canadians coming in here. And 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 two teams that are, and, uh, like as you point out, they're, they're, they have their hard hats on. They have they have blueprints for, for the construction plan that they're trying to execute. But that's clearly where they're at. Uh, you know, you know, the Danoff ends up going down to the Dallas Stars. And I'm not trying to – you can pick any example, Steve – but 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 I'll I'll just Dennis Gurionov was the twelfth overall pick. He just got traded for Evgeny Dadanov. Vitaly Krasov was the ninth overall pick. He just got traded for a seventh round pick and Will Lockwood and a seventh round pick sometime next decade. So you know there's there's lots of hope for the players when you're drafting them. I'm just talking about a ninth and a twelfth overall pick. There's lots of hope for these players, and 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 yes, there is, and there should be, and you're picking high and you're excited about picking high. But then becomes the reality of the situation. 40 to 42 players play a minimum, play 350 games or more. That's a reality. So now you start to balance it out with the with the uh with the objection, with the objective to win a Stanley Cup and to position your team a little bit better. You're right, Steve. New Jersey Rangers, one of them's going home after the first round. Tampa Bay, Toronto, one of them's going home after the first round. Right. So you, you know, you wait and see, Steve, after one of those teams goes out, both two teams. Everybody coming out and going, ah, yeah, look, I told you that's a bad trade. They should have never done. Now what are they going to do? You know what? If everybody had the benefit of hindsight, right, I wouldn't be talking to you here today because I would have won the Super Super Bowl or the Powerball drawing because I would have had the benefit of foresight and, like, looking and knowing exactly what the hell the numbers were. Oh, I know. I know. I have a... You know, a retired IT guy and an HVAC salesman that uh, they they think they got all the right. They go back in the old three draft and start saying, "Well, here's a here's the revisionist history and everything else." Uh, there's still ten guys playing from the old three draft, and it's always good to have the answers when you look at a test. And uh, you don't not trade for Owen Nolan in their prime, and if you don't win the cup, say why'd you do it? You, you go for it, and then live with the consequences. That's just the way it works. And the real truth is. Only one still now of 32 teams or one of the 16 that make it still win the cup. So either you play the game, you pay the piper and dance the dance. Like look at Nashville, you know, yeah, for the history of hockey, it would have been nice if in 2016 and 17, instead of the Penguins who did win, you know, we spread it around one year, San Jose, one year, Nashville. Well, look at those teams now. San Jose is in under construction and David Poyle stepping aside for Barry Trotz. Now it's been a great career. Gord Stelic had a great line. David Poyle, he lasted a few longer decades in the GM chair than I did. And that was great. And as good as he's been, he went to one dance, but didn't go home with the biggest prize. So now Craig, the transition from Poyle to Barry Trotz. Can Barry Trotz be as good a manager as he was a head coach? Yes, and I will share what I feel about Barry in, 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 in this regard. Bob Gainey went from successful coach to very successful GM. I think that Barry can do exactly the same thing. I think Barry has a very similar demeanor. I think he's got same similar character traits as Bob Gainey, same intelligence. And keep in mind that 
you know, Barry, uh, you know, came through the Washington Capitals organization with David Poyle. So he's got a pretty good mentor there. He 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 went back to Washington, won a cup. Then he learned learned under Lou Lamoureux, and I think that that, that Barry, you know, he, he was the first coach with the Nashville Predators. He knows Nashville. They know him. I I think that Barry can go and do a very very strong job for the Nashville Predators. I I, I really think that he is uh, uh, imminently qualified to go and do that job. So. What about people that compare it to Scotty Bowman, who left Montreal and then went to Buffalo? Is that a modern, fair comparison? And I'm assuming there's no coaching involved. Like, John Hines isn't going anywhere. Barry's not going to be Pat Quinn in this day and age uh, and do both jobs, which is a lot. It seems like a lot more work in 2023, 24 than it was even 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, it is. I mean, but but uh, Pat Quinn's another good example. Really successful coach that went into management and, and did a nice job. He ended up back coaching and whatnot, right? No, I don't think Barry's personality is like Scotty's. Scotty was a coach. Scotty was a coach through and through and through. The reason I bring up Bob Gainey, bring up uh, and, and you bring up Pat Quinn is is because of the personality traits. Scotty was a coach. Scotty was a coach through and through and through. And Sam Pollock recognized it. It's not for me. And, you know, the, arguably one of the greatest coaches in any sport ever, Scotty was. But Sam Pollock recognized, and keep in mind, we're going to go through the proof of the pudding. Scotty Bowman went into Buffalo on a really, really good team. By the time he finished here, they were the worst team in the league. They were able to draft Pierre Turgeon because of the work of Scotty Bowman as manager. Sam Pollock was absolutely right. Yeah, and we love Scotty. He gave it a shot. Um, sure, he did. Rather, hey, like we said, we'd rather uh, try and fail than not try at all. Um, and you can bet all these hockey people have learned from their past situations that they'll take into the future. Uh, we wish David Poyle all the best, uh, and looking forward to have Barry Trotz back in the league and on the show, perhaps Craig, at some point next year. Oh yeah, we'll get Barry on. And keep in mind this: you know, David Poyle to me has been an executive in the National Hockey League for 51 seasons. 51 seasons. It's a stellar record. And, you know, people look at the Stanley Cup. Just going to give a little bit of a background. He started in Atlanta with Cliff Fletcher, an expansion team, and helped build that team, you know, pretty respectably. Yeah. Then he helped Then he helped Atlanta move to Calgary and establish them in Calgary. Then he went to Washington and established a team that was – you know, really, really struggling, and they and they became a really good team. And then he went to Nashville and established another expansion team. If that's not the definition of a builder, I don't know what is. And you know, to me, what David has done, his legacy in in, in, in with different franchises, his legacy in the league is cemented. And and people might say, oh yeah, he didn't win a cup. David Paul is a Hall of Fame builder. There's no question in my mind. Sports Interaction is Canada's sports book. Here's how it works. Log on to SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. There's us. Click, sign up, deposit. And thanks to Craig heading into this beautiful month of March. Win. Craig, help the people win. Well, I mean, what a nice win for Jess and the Guelph Griffins. And I said they had to go in. I, I hey, my last bet on for Saturday night. Guelph will win in Windsor. And they did. And they win it in quadruple overtime. Congratulations to her. But uh, I digress. Listen, I'm going right to Edmonton on Wednesday night. Toronto's in there. It's the matchup. McDavid from Toronto playing against his favorite team growing up, the Toronto Maple Leafs. He has 50 now. I guess uh, I'm going to go a couple of places here. I'm betting on the uh, on the Leafs to win. 
Their, their team is that good. And I think that the Edmonton Oilers, I, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm taking the under, I'm taking the Leafs on the road, and Marner with two points. And then my next one, my long bet is over 60 goals for Connor McDavid. I don't think there's any question in my mind. I love it. I love it. I'm staying on the 1st of March. Avalanche. Continue the streak. Beat the Devils on the puck line. Avalanche under. They're not missing Kale McCarr. See Bo Byron play 25 minutes the other night? Avalanche will finish first in the Central. Now it's happening. An avalanche of wins. The streak continues. Devils on a little road trip here. I think the Devils going to have a little hiccup as they play 13 games on the road to finish the year. Not in a row, but you know what I mean. Avalanche under. Win on the puck line on March 1st. This is Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook, 19 plus. Go, wealth, go. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We were joking around earlier and we said we were soft bullies. You know, we bullied some uh, GMs into doing some things that, of course, they were going to do anyway. Um, kind of still waiting maybe on a couple. I like the Canes a lot, but Max Pacioretty is not going to be a factor. And then there's the Oilers. What a game against Boston. McDavid gets to 50. I didn't see. I know they missed Vander Kane in that one. Boston fans will say, well, we missed a Taylor Hall, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But there's something missing there for Edmonton. I'm not picking on Cody Cece on the goal Skinner was reaching for. But tell me, Mr. Craig Button, with your experience, and Ken Holland is a Hall of Fame manager. He's going to add on the blue line, right, Craig? Well, uh, I mean, what I would say is, is that I think to give his team a, a better and greater chance to compete for the Stanley Cup with those two brilliant players he has playing and wearing number 97 and 29, I would say absolutely has to do that. And, you know, I, I don't know if he will. I mean, it seems that 
more and more you keep hearing about uh how hard it is and how difficult it is and you know you know dollar in dollar out like and, and, and hey Kenny's a good poker player I, I I get that I don't know we saw what Tanner Janot uh got in return from the Tampa Bay Lightning what Nashville got I don't know how Ken Holland can look at his Edmonton Oilers and not look at the Western Conference and not think that this may be his best and last opportunity to get a fifth Stanley Cup. And that doesn't mean you just be reckless. Kenny's not reckless. Bottom line is, the opportunity may not be better for the Edmonton Oilers than right now. And I might not stop at one defenseman. I might go two because that blue line isn't good enough. It's not good enough. Simply put, it's not good enough. And it's the and you talk about Cody CC, Darnell Nurse, and everything. What happens is, is when players are extended beyond their capabilities, and 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 you're asked them to do more, they they get stretched and they get thin and everything. And that's why the blue line needs help. And and if the blue line doesn't get help, they're going to get thin and stretched in the playoffs. And, you know, the more I watch the Edmonton owners, I, I know that McDavid and Dreisaitl can do things that very few in this league can do. But the more I watch the Edmonton owners, I look at opportunity. And if they don't add defensemen, one really good defenseman and maybe another one, I, I think they've squandered a, a heck of a chance to, to put themselves in a great position to compete for the cup. Squandered. Squandered, Steve. Word of the day, squandered. Well, I'm with you, and I'm also with you on two. I mean, I would sit there and say if they had, if I, if they could snap their fingers for a lower price and have Gabrikov and Nick Jensen, I would do it on a on a higher scale because Chikrin hasn't gone anywhere yet, and this sitting out is it's it's not cool, right? Like it's not cool that I would say, okay, feels like Mr. Armstrong that you, you, there's not five people knocking on your door. It doesn't feel that whatever was going on before is going on now. I mean, if it's a chick grin to be higher up in your lineup, and then there's a, the the strength, let's say, of a Gavrikov. Like, there's no Sylvain Lefebvre and Adam Foote out there. We, 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 we know what teams need. Like, when people talk, you know, the Leafs don't want John Klingberg. They want Jake McCabe, for obvious reasons. Like, you know, do I want Craig Ludwig? Right or do I want Paul Coffey? If I, I'm not in the, I'm not in it for both of them. I've, I've got a puck. I got Zubov. I, I want a stay-at-home guy. So we know where they're at, and there's, there's still quantity and quality on the market here, and it, we see the prices. I've seen the prices. This head of lettuce is not now going for eight dollars. We've already seen some sold for four ninety-nine or thereabouts. So they're there, and I, I'm assuming. You would take a Nick Jensen, a Gavrikov, and we talked, forget about Eric Carlson, and then maybe that is square peg round hole. Like, like okay, we try, we kick the tires. I can't afford it, the payment if the interest rates go. Okay, you know what? Honey, I can't buy that SUV. But in this other case, I'm looking around, and the creativity of, of picks and prospects, I know people will say, well, if you don't like Yamamoto in Edmonton, they're not going to want him in San Jose. Or if you don't like Yessi uh, Pugliarby, how are they? Okay, but we've seen guys go, and resurrect careers or be part of packages. I still think there's something there. And Craig, aren't there other teams that have cleared space that can come a transfer place for a trade from blank to Ottawa to Edmonton, or I'm seeing airports runways open here. I, I don't know. And I, I know there's time. Um, 
but this is year eight for McDavid, and this is a special year. Like, like he could win a round or two like last year by himself. So now if he gets that help, so and like you said, squandered and Kenny knows. So will it happen to the Oiler fans listening by three o'clock on Friday, Craig? I ask you simply, Mr. Speaker, will it happen? Well, here's what I'll say, and some people might say this is harsh. If it doesn't happen, I think it's a fail by Ken Holland. Simply put, I think it's a fail. Just you mentioned about McDavid. You know, you talk about, we've seen retained salary moved around the league. That's part of the creative process in today's CBA and today's climate. So, you know, it's like a, it's like a flight. Like, if you want to fly from Toronto to L.A., you look, oh, I'd like the direct flight, nonstop. But just because there's not a nonstop flight to L.A. doesn't mean you can't get there with a stop here or there. And that's what the uh, and that's exactly what the uh, you know, what you're talking about. Third party come in here. Right. I'm I'm really clear. If that blue line isn't improved, it's a big fail by Ken Holland. It's a big fail. No other way to put it. Big fail. You want to say you want to take air out of a team's balloon. That's what Kenny would be doing. And and you eloquently described David Poyle's career. You talked about what you liked about what Mike Greer did. I, I think one of the last little moves in the last week was getting a Jake McCabe and S- Chicago retaining salary. And, and the players got term. So that player would have been available in theory as well for an Edmonton or somebody else. So then you look around other options about being creative. And I'm, I'm not saying... The Oilers like or don't like Colton Pareko, but his name's been out there. But if the Blues want to get out from under that, and then he, you get him at five, Craig, or, you know, in, instead of six inch or, or whatever it is, and I'm sure they're knocking on all these doors and looking at all these opportunities. But when we started this exercise at the beginning of the calendar year, the motto from Craig Button was, the price of not making a move will be greater than making one you might not like in the future. Well, guess what? Devils made moves. Rangers are not done yet. Tampa, Toronto. Look at the top six teams in the league. They're all in the East. And what did they do? They're parading out the aircraft carriers and the tanks. And and they know they might not win this war, but they're going to in theory, die trying. That was your motto. And I'm I'm with you on that now. There's still time, uh, but the proverbial clock, Mr. Button, it is ticking, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But And, and you brought it up earlier, and I think it's you, – you talked about Rangers, New Jersey, significant moves they've made. One of them's going out in the first round. Toronto, Tampa Bay, significant moves they've made. Eh, Toronto to a greater extent right now than, than Tampa Bay, but time – one of them is going out in the first round. It's not that way in the West. Ken Holland doesn't have to look at it and go, oh, geez, you know, look at that team I got. It's the Boston Bruins. Oh, my Lord. Like, uh, like even if I do this, I might not be able to win. Like, the path is wide open in the, in the West. It's wide open. And he's got the best player on the planet. He's got, he's got more than enough offensive ability. The goaltending, I'm not concerned about it. I like I think Stuart Skinner's coming and played well. Jack Campbell seems to go on these runs that are good. Then he has a little dip, but he got Stuart Skinner to pick it up and and defense, defense, defense. It's not like you can even convince yourself 
that making a bold move and paying the price is something that's, oh, geez, you know, what happens? You know, look at that team, how good they are. They're still better than us. Uh-uh-uh. Opportunity is staring Ken Holland right in the face. And if he stands in front of the mirror and he doesn't see that, boy, that, that, that would be really disappointing. And I don't care if he sees it. If he doesn't execute on it, it's just as disappointing. And that's our combined final thoughts. It's not try it if it doesn't work, fan bases or media. Oh, why? you? No, no, no. You can't have your cake and eat it too. We believe we're good. We're making the move. And we'll live with what we have or don't have in the future. This is the most important trade deadline in the McDavid administration in Edmonton. The time is nigh, Craig. The time is nigh. They're not done in New York. The other teams have improved. The door's open in the West. There is a path to playing the best team in the Eastern Conference. And that path is not through Rangers, Devils, Leafs, Tampa. You'll get a good one at the end, but you only have to play one. But the 12 games to get there, as you said, the door is open and that time is nigh speech makes so much sense. Because guess what, Craig? Our time is 92 for episode 119. Uh, Craig Button doing yeoman's work in San Jose. The march to the playoffs is on. For Bruce Bolton, Craig Button, I'm Steve Coolius. We can't wait for Friday. Craig's all over it. We're all over it. And we'll get you set with episode 120 right before. We'll see you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.